You're tuned in to the Main Hustle Side Hustle Podcast, coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. Think like a hustler. Welcome to another episode of Main Hustle Side Hustle Podcast. I'm your co-host, Dre. And I'm Alicia. And Alicia, we are coming down to, I guess what many say, the fourth fourth quarter, okay? For those of you that play sports, you know the fourth quarter, that's, that's crunch time. That's, that's time, to really, time to really lock in, focus in, and, and, and get it done and get the W. Yep, yep, yep. And fourth quarter... Um from a business standpoint, I'm not in business per se, but I hear in corporate America there's a lot of talk about closing strong for the fourth quarter. Yeah. October is um, October 1st. We're already at least a week and some change into October. And I was thinking about just seeing a lot of things on the internet and different postings about October 1st being the beginning of the last quarter of the year and how we need to finish strong, um, not just for work, but for our personal goals. Um, Those goals could hopefully pertain to your side hustles or things that you're trying to get going. And I usually don't pay attention to all of that kind of stuff because it just, I don't know why, I just don't pay much attention to it. But this time I did because I know that once October rolls around, I mean, the end of the year, the year is pretty much done. Holidays, um, people trying to take time if they can't roll over, and just how people just try to rush, you know. I'm surprised I haven't seen, like, um, Christmas commercials and decorations and all of that, but we know it's coming. You about to see it. Yeah, I'm about to see it. Um, Really haven't seen a lot of Halloween either, but that's another story. But um, I started thinking about it, um, and then I kind of put the thought down. And then I saw another post that said, this is, and I want to make sure I get this right, but not only is it the last three months of the year, but it's the last three months before we head into a new decade for 2020. And I just... Man, we know. We, well, I, now I was not Ugh. expecting you to say that. I was just My going to say gosh. that time I'm sorry. flies. You're not getting old. Maybe it's just me. I'm not trying to get old. So I'm, I'm going to let you be over there getting old by trying, yourself. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to get old. You think so? You are. Okay. <laughs> I guess so. But I think, um, yeah, we got to remember, we got to change our, our thoughts and think abundantly. So, um, if I think about abs, I have them. No. I, let me just say this. That this is so off topic, but as you say abs, I just want to say that uh, Gucci's wife, Keisha Kaior, is asking women to wear their waist trainers for 23 hours out of the day. And I am not <laughs> sure... <laughs> <laughs> talking about consistency is key ladies and I'm just not sure that wearing your waist trainer for 23 hours out of the day will even keep you alive let alone get you a waist but anyway hold on wait a minute uh, you, you that's on. literally you, what you, I thought about when you said abs so you see where my mind is going does a waist trainer really train your waist though like do you have to do exercise too 
So oh, let yeah, me take it. myself all the way out of the waste conversation. It's odd that I would say that because I um Yeah, you already I have waste privilege. Yeah, you already you got the same waistline from high school. So I don't know what a waste train look like. I don't want one. Uh no courses or none of that other <laughs> stuff. So that's not an area that I need to work on. So you definitely would have to ask some of the ladies that wear them. No shade to y'all, uh, but I do know. No, 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 it's not shade. <laughs> I promise you, it's not shade. It, at some point in my life, I'm probably gonna need one. But uh, what I am saying is that I don't think you need to be wearing the waist trainer for twenty three hours. Twenty three hours a day. It like you in jail. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I just want you know. I want your organs to breathe and be able to move however they need. That to can't move. be healthy. Can't be. Uh, if anybody is listening and you are wearing your waist trainer for 23 plus hours in a day, please let us know the results. Yeah, let us, we gotta let know. us know. Yeah, let us know how I the, need to know if you are breathing well. Man, 23 hours. Um, and if your waist, if you're getting the results that, that Keisha K or is she, is she Mrs. Fine or Wobster. She got like a tiny waist. I don't even know who this is. Yeah, she fine, but through surgery. Oh, well, so that's a whole nother story. Get up out of here. She talking about some waist training. She been but you know, since we were talking about goals, maybe that kind of fits. But anyway, I just got way off track. But we the did. point is, we digress. The point is, is that 2020 will be here. And I know for a fact in 2009, I wasn't thinking about no type of goals going into 2010. Uh, I don't remember what I was thinking about, to be honest. But I know it was not that. What was I doing? Do you remember? I had I, I had got married in 08. Okay, so you were still a newlywed. Yep, we ain't had no kids. Yeah, we was probably wilding. Yeah. Yep. The wild married life, yep. probably. Yep. Probably. Okay, yeah, it wasn't no goals. No, no. goals get broken. I had just bought a house, so I felt like, and that was unexpected in itself in 2009, so... I probably was settling into that, and um, I fell into that, and that's a whole nother story. Uh, so I probably feel I was probably patting myself on the back for buying a house. That's a that was major though. That's a major thing. Yeah, y'all in my house warming or something. Y'all at something. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we sure did. Now that I think about it, yeah. Yeah, a whole 10 years ago. So time flies. Um, and so I was thinking, because we are getting older, maybe that's why I'm being more... Self-reflective. Maybe so. Maybe so. But we talk about goals, and so I was just, you know, I was just ch- telling you that I've been out of town the past couple of weekends, and so this past weekend I was out of town in Houston with a buddy of mine, a uh, good friend, uh, Mr. Keith Perry. If you're listening, he listens all the time, so he's probably gonna listen. Um, but. We were in Houston, did a little turn up for his birthday mm. or whatever. And one of the things he was telling me was that, you know, he's going to write down some goals because he does some, I don't want to, I don't want to put his business out there, but he does some things on the side and he, he really has some pretty aggressive goals that he wants to achieve. And so he's just telling me he's going to write them down and kind of place them, you know, put them in places in his house where he would see them, you know, often and, and make sure that his actions um, are in alignment with those goals. So when he told me that, 
Now, this is before the drink started, so we were mm. talking. This is a sober conversation. <laughs> um, but um, when, when he talked about that, I was like, you know what? I need to I need to really get serious, more serious, and um, and write down some goals. Even my, you know, my my wife has some goals that I know she's been talking about for a long time, and maybe writing them down and and kind of having them in front of her all the time will really kind of sear it in her mind to make sure those actions align with that. So I just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah. So we really just wanted to hop on and just talk about um, or at least start planting the seed for or encouraging people to you all to start really setting some goals. Um, I took some time, not just goals for my side hustle for writing, which needs a total revamp. Um, by the way, but even some some personal goals, I kind of jumped out and did a couple of things. I won't say jumped out, but I prepared and, and did a couple of things that are going to help me reach a couple of goals that I really want to reach before um, the year is up. And in terms of side hustle, since this is what the podcast is about, if you don't already have a plan or maybe if you have a plan, I know for me, sometimes you can just, you decide to do a thing and you do it. So that's good, right? That's a positive because you check something off the list. But then you continue to do it and you really need to do temperature checks and really Mm -hmm. try to figure out, one, is this aligned with my, you know, overall purpose of what I'm trying to do? You know, so if it's a side hustle, are you trying to you know, balance your work life with your other interests where you feel more fulfilled? Are you trying to increase your income so you can do a thing or, you know, or are you, do you just want to do it because you want to do it? So those are helpful things to know while you're doing something. And then mm-hmm. once you start doing it, you know, do you need to continue to do it? Do you need to stop? Do you need to not even stop doing it at all, but stop and prepare even more? You know, for example, I have a a friend who has a part-time job, loves doing the job, of course, for extra money, but he just likes doing it. Like, it's part of his gift, his customer service. Mm -hmm. He likes to do it. And just in conversation, we were saying, so when you going to stop doing it? Right. <laughs> right. And he was like, mm, I hadn't really thought about it because you start doing the thing, you enjoy it. You can do it for however long you want, but then coming back to say, Well, why did I start doing it in the first place? And if I have achieved the goal, should I stop and mm-hmm. reflect or, you know, see if I need to tweak some things or should I keep going? And so I think that's helpful. For mm-hmm. all of right. us, um, you know, as we set goals, we feel good about checking off the list. But maybe you need some inspection time. <laughs> and we, so, <clears throat> we talk about, you know, goals and we work on a lot of projects at, at my job. And so, one of the things that people talk about all the time is you got to check and adjust. You got to check and adjust. Mm. So, you may, you may have a goal, you know, hey. I want to own a hundred properties in the next 10 years. And I'll, you know, that's my goal and I build a plan around it and I take action and I'm, and I'm, you know, working the plan, working the plan. 
and I look up in two years, I may need to check and adjust what I'm doing depending on if I'm approaching that goal or not. Mm-hmm. So just because you set a goal and have a plan, you still have to kind of step back periodically and reassess, okay, is your plan effective? Do you need to tweak a few things? Um, or are you knocking it out the park? Is your plan like so good that maybe your goal just wasn't even high enough? Mm, that's so, true. So we, I just want to throw that in there. Chicken adjusts all the time. I mean, if anybody that, if anybody that work with we listening, they they know they talk about chicken adjusts every single day. I have never heard that. I'm gonna have to start using that. Yeah. Um. And so, goal setting. I found that even as adults. Most people don't even really know how to set goals. I think you have, it's very easy to have some in your mind. You say, you know, I want to fix my house up. So I, you know, I'm going to give me a little job. Go and get you a little job. Save however much money you say you're going to save and you do it right. So it's nothing wrong with that. But then there are some other projects that require any goal for it to be a plan and a well-executed goal. It has to be written down first. Um, so I would strongly encourage write it down somewhere. It don't have to be in a nice little journal. You know, you got to write it. I write stuff on posters, the back of receipts, <laughs> napkins, whatever I can find. If it comes to me and I feel like it's something I need to be doing, then I write it down. And something you said about your friend um, is keeping keeping those goals in front of you wherever you are. The most. Right. I remember a boss telling me um, when I used to do uh, financial literacy classes, I used to watch her, shadow her before I started doing it on my own. And she would be saying, if you eat all the time, put it on the refrigerator. Right. If you in your car all the time, put it on the dash. You know, some, you know, it, it's a million ways now to keep <clears throat> things, you know, I keep a ton of things in my notes app on my phone. Um, yep. You know, but you need to see see it as a reminder because sometimes life happens and you just forget about it. You know, I, you yeah. may not forget about it, but you definitely you get don't get around to execution. Yeah, you get sidetracked, and you you know, you could be going. This happened to me. You could be going, you know, working a plan and on on a great track, and like you said, life happens. Something happened at work. Something happened at home with family or whatever. Blown up, and you get sidetracked and. You just can totally stall out um, or whatever. So you definitely need to you need those reminders to kind of to keep you to keep you focused or maybe at times refocus you when you may lose a little, you know, may get off track a little bit. Yep. 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 Um, I'm just going to go through quickly. I won't go through every every one uh, of the little goal setting process. But many of you all listening have heard this a million times I know I have, but make sure that your goals are smart. If you've been in any kind of work, professional development about goal setting or something, you probably heard them say that a goal needs to be smart, specific. So, you know, specific enough that you can really get your your hand around it, um, that you can really understand what it is that you're trying to do. Uh, Measurable for M, so... You set a goal, but how will you be able to tell that you achieved it? Is it an amount of money that you've made? Is it how many houses you've sold? Is it, you know, kind of fill in the blank with that? 
um, A for achievable is even, you know, make sure that you set goals that you can actually achieve. It sounds like a no-brainer, but sometimes I think we kind of get bite off more than we can chew. And you want to make sure that you can achieve it so you can build that momentum and build confidence in what you're doing so you can move to the next level. Um, R is for realistic. Some people have said relevant. You know, make sure that it's relevant to your purpose and whatever it is that you're trying to do, your outcomes that you want. Make sure that it's realistic, that it actually makes sense. Um, and not really just that it makes sense, but it makes sense um, based on your lifestyle, your family, uh, your personal, professional needs. And then T um, is going to be make sure that it's timely or time sensitive, that you can put a time stamp on it, um, that it is timely uh, in tandem with other projects, other things that you're involved in. So that sounds like a lot, right? But at the end of the day, just make sure that it's something that feels real enough to try to go for. And just that it makes sense with what else you're doing. Um, yeah, to me, when you set a goal and you mentioned achievable, or is it is it achievable? Is it realistic? To me, that comes with the plan. If you if you set a goal and then you can't put a plan around it, or mm -hmm. your plan, <laughs> you might put a plan in place, and it's no way with your plan that you can achieve that, then you might need to reassess what that goal is. Because, you know, you can say, all right, by 2025, I'm going to have $10 million. Okay. What's your How plan you to get, get that? that? What is your plan to get that? Mm -hmm. If you say, I'm going to just work all the overtime I can, that I, <laughs> I don't think this. Depending on, depending on how much money you're making, that probably is not the best plan. Right. That probably not going to get you that $10 million. So just make sure your plan um, aligns with the goal and that, you know, that'll let you know, that plan will let you know whether or not that goal can really be reached, um, you know, or if it or if it needs to be readjusted, you might need to adjust that goal a little bit. Yeah, readjusting, readjustment is key. And then, you know, that was a kind of, you know, textbook way to kind of try to set goals. But, you know, I think we all have our kind of different spins on it. I know for me, um, with my side hustle with writing, um, I'm going going to really try to work backwards. You know, we had Nikki on the show a few episodes ago, and she talked about um, if she needed to figure out how much money she wanted to make for the year. And then she figured out that number and then she started working right, backwards. Right, right, a lot right. of times it is easier, depending on how your mind works, which is how mine works, working backwards um, will kind of help to make it easier so it doesn't feel so big. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it keeps you focused too. Yeah, and it, it, it keeps you focused. So I know that that's what I need to do. And mine is not necessarily... It's probably 50-50 how much money I would like to make income to bring in additionally. But then also there are some some publications that I want to hit. Or I may say, you know, I want to diversify the publications that I'm writing for by 
X number of publications. And then that's on me to kind of try to figure out how mm-hmm. to pitch and maneuver and, and work that. Um, but a plan, I've been finding out, is extremely necessary, especially in the line of work that I do. Mine is kind of just a one-off. You know, it's almost like doing cold calls for a service that you're providing. You can pick up the phone and, you know, kind of sell them and hope that they take the bait or send out an email that's kind of similar to, I don't do that, but I would say it's similar to what I do. And so it didn't, it didn't ever feel like I needed a plan for that. It's either mm-hmm. you do it or you don't, you, don't. Right. you know. But when you don't have a plan and you look up and you're like, wow, I haven't written anything in however mm-hmm. long, you know, yeah. two months. Or if you gauging it by money, I haven't had another check come in the mail or hit my account in so many weeks. I want to change that. And so I think that um, a big point for me is no matter what it is you're doing, a service or a product, we may tend to think that we don't really need a plan, but at some point you will need one. Yeah. And then, you know, you're, you talked about working backwards. I think once you know that, you know, Hey, this is, this is what I want to make for the year. This is, this is how many publications I want to, you know, submit my writing to for the year. What working backwards will do for you, it'll help you really get really specific with your plan. Like, you can really, like, get down to the details. You know, people say the devil's in the details. Mm-hmm. You can get really detailed with their plan and, you know, kind of have building blocks. You know, I'm going to do A, B, C, and D through, you know, all the way through Z. And you know where you're ultimately trying to get to at the end. So, that can that can definitely help you do that. So, it'll just, I mean, you may have a plan anyway, but looking at it that way will really help you, you know, get a little more granular with it I said oh, granular, granular. Ooh, I know I went to college oh yeah I did I went to college too G-R-E words corporate <laughs> words we're going to we're going to try you to know, stay macro y'all just been granular. to say you know you know you know and I people say all the time we're looking at this at a macro level not a micro level mm-hmm. and I'll be I used to sit there like Okay, they are different. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? High level. High level and, and not more granular. Yeah. There you yes, go. yes. Yeah, that's just some buzzwords and. Oh yeah. No people. Me and my mom talked about that. I had been saying, uh, which I ex- actually hate this word, but do they say it's your job? That's in your wheelhouse. Uh, not really. No, not really. I think kind of different sectors have different words they use, but I've been saying it. And Sunday, my mama <laughs> was like, I went to a little meeting, they use your little word. I was like, <laughs> what? She said, wheelhouse. I heard it's that. In your and I said, well, you know, I was just repeating what was said. I said, I don't really like the word. I said, but, you know, and she doesn't work anymore, but I said, trust me, there's like so much jargon. And yeah, buzzwords that buzz people words. use all day at work. And you like, well, you just talk regular, please. Like, I know we got to put on for these day. little calls and stuff. But I just started going down a list of all the words all that I could think of. All day, every day. Deliverables. And Deliverables, yep. That's one. Deliverables, yeah. People say that a lot. It's in your wheelhouse. Um, high level granular 
macro level, micro oh level. Oh my god! Stop um, it! Sound like we had work. I know it's just so funny, but anyway, so yeah, working backwards will definitely kind of force you to, you know, look at the details straight on um, immediately instead of waiting until you're actually in the middle of the process. Right. And and then I think too. It's okay when you set a goal. Like, some people are, like, really, really, like, if I set this goal, like, I got to do it. Like, it can't change. But like you said, things can be adjusted, and you can scrap a goal. Right. Like, it's cool. Like, it's no pressure. Like, you can say, this thing is not working for me or whatever other stakeholder, oh, that's another word, is um in the mix. And so I want to try to do something else. And I don't think that means you're flaky or that you can't, you know, meet the goal because you aren't competent. But sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. you can scrap it and start fresh. Um, yeah, I, t- I, I follow this guy on um, on social media, um, Gary V. And do you follow Gary V? Wait a minute. Is he... I feel like, so I know, first of all, let me ask you a question. No, I don't follow him, but me and one of my best friends, I want to say that she was just talking about him. Oh, really? Um, See, like one of the cool Instagram guys. Yeah, I love Gary. I bet that's him. I love Gary. He, Gary, curse a lot. Yes, but that's him. His message is all about, like, breaking the paradigms of how we've lived and just, you know, finding happiness and, you know. I need to follow him. All that kind of good stuff. But one thing he talks about sometimes is, like, people are afraid to make decisions because they're afraid mm-hmm. they're going to make the wrong decision. <laughs> Just like this. you Analysis you know, paralysis. Some people won't set a goal or they may set a goal and they know it's not working out. And they just kind of keep plugging away at it and, they they won't adjust or they won't change or won't dig in a hole. They won't just scrap it. And he's always talking about. I mean, you have so much more time than you think you have. You know, you can you can have a goal today and scrap it and have another goal tomorrow. Like he's like, you just need to find find what works, find find what makes you happy, and like do that. And so when you said that, you don't have to. You know when something's not working out. Yes, like you, do. you know, you, you know, know when something is not working out, and it's okay. And this is another thing that Gary. This is probably the biggest thing that he talks about is the thing that holds us back is just people, human beings, is that we are so concerned with what other, other people, people think. think. About That's us. exactly what she was talking and, about. And you know, we are so concerned, and I'm guilty. I mean, I'm probably more guilty. I'm than guilty anybody. of it for sure. And it's like you think about you always concerned with what somebody gonna think of this and that. First of all, nine times out of ten they probably ain't studying you anyway. <laughs> At all. <laughs> and you know, the ten percent of the time that they are, who cares? Because it's your life. It's not their life. You know, if you screw it up, that's not gonna affect them. You know. So I, yeah, I just, just had to throw that in there because, you know, it it's great to set goals and, and set lofty goals and everybody's not going to believe that you can do it 
But if you believe you can do it and you feel like you got a good plan, hey, go for it. And at some point, you can step back and say, okay, this isn't working out and change. Don't worry about because it's going to always be people, well, see, I told you that wasn't going to work or I told you you couldn't do that, whatever. Even if you did it, somebody's going to have something to say. Like, mm-hmm. even, yeah, you did it, but, you but. know, I could have did that or, you know, you could have did this. You know what I'm saying? So, you ain't going to never, you will never escape um, people's negative opinion or energy like it, it's it's always gonna be there. Nobody's gonna always agree with you or believe in you. So set your goals and work your plan. And hey, yeah, go for it. Go for it. Go for it and readjust. And then this last point that I make um, is you, as you were talking about caring about or getting to the place where you don't care about what people think. Who do you share your goals with, if anybody? I mm-hmm. saw this meme or something on Instagram uh, I think Rico Love I love Rico, you know Rico Love I love Rico Love uh, turn the lights off I'm aware of Rico Love yes 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 <laughs> so he has gems as well and it was a little meme that had um, this guy on a little a little cartoon where he had this um, bullhorn and he kept saying I'm moving in silence I'm moving in silence I'm moving in silence you know because people will say I'm moving in silence, but you're telling everybody what you're doing. Exactly. I and look at this stuff Are you stuff really all the time. moving in silence? If you if if I know everything that you are doing, and I may not know every right. single thing, but if I if I know enough, are you really moving in silence, sir or ma'am? Right. And so when you do set your goals. Yeah, real G's moving silence. You're on Instagram, money all in your ear. You know, <laughs> weed smoke everywhere. It's too much. I'm like like what whatever you're doing. I would say some things, like this is a perfect perfect example to me, obviously. When I bought my house, which was 10 years ago, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I felt like it was kind of the next logical thing to do, but I was like super scared because I was like, do I have enough money to pay for a house and da-da-da-da. But anyway, so it like just kept me like, I didn't tell anybody about it because... The only person who knew was my mama. My daddy didn't even know. Wow. She was the only person who knew that I had entered into the process. And I didn't tell my closest friends. I didn't tell anybody because I didn't want, not that I cared about what they thought, but I didn't want anybody to sway me. I think then I was like right. 28, and I didn't want to hear the whole, what can you do, this, you, can you need to wait. Right, and blah, blah, blah. Right, right. I was like, and so I pushed it out. But as I got older, now that I am older, I've learned that when I do certain things, like I think it's cool to, you know, definitely keep some things to yourself. You don't have to tell everybody, but it's about who you tell. It's about who you tell. Now, you can tell your close friends. You can tell close family. You can tell people who can hold you accountable. That's why I would tell somebody what my goals are. So if it may not be every day, but I have friends that I may not even talk to them every day or every month. I get a random text that says, are you writing? See. I saw you on Instagram. You writing your book? See. Those are people you need to tell. Don't tell. Don't be. Don't be out here telling people your goals and aspirations to impress and don't them. Don't tell them before it even happens. Like, make sure. I was about to cuss, yeah. but <laughs> make sure shit is solid. Like, yeah. don't, and done. Don't just don't try to impress people, because 
Because they don't, I mean, they care, but they don't well, even care. They don't care for the right reasons. Right. And those are going to be the people that be like, you know, if it don't work out, they're going to be they the wait. one. Right. They right. wait. Whereas you tell the right people if it doesn't work out, they're there to encourage you. Yeah, maybe you should have thought about this. To help you go through maybe, and see where the yeah. misstep was. Yeah, yeah. so... You know, I think you do need a, a at least one accountability partner, whoever that may be, uh, and somebody that you can be accountable to them as well. You know, it should be a, a two-way street if it can be. Mm-hmm. And yeah. shoot, get, you know, get around some people with similar goals that you have. Right. You know, because like Alicia said, they can, they can either, you know, hold you accountable or, hey, they may... You know, they may hit it out the park. They may be just rolling, you know, and you may be able to learn something from them or, you know, you may be just a competitive person. They may just really refocus you like, okay, if they can do it, I know I can do it. And, you know, you may really, really focus on the plan at that point. So your circle of who, who you keep around you is very important. Key. Like negative energy is real. Like that stuff is real. You know, people can really drain you with that. And people can make you believe you can't do certain things just because they don't think they can do it. So, yeah, definitely get around the right people. And don't tell everybody stuff. Just tell tell the ones you know either have similar aspirations or really care about you and really want want to see you accomplish whatever your goal is. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. We may have stretched it out a bit, but I think the those are just some a couple of things, buckets we wanted to. That's another word. I can't get away from it. Yeah, um, buckets. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of buckets that we wanted to attack. I'm on a roll. Yeah, so, I am on a roll. Andre. So we gonna, hold on, folks. We're going to put something in the homework bucket. Ah, um, give me a little homework. You know, so, so we talked about working backwards. And really, so so do that. Think about what you want to do. You know, say, put a time frame on it. Say, within this amount of time, I want to accomplish this. And work backwards. So if it's a year, okay, what do you have to do every month to get to where you're trying to go? And and write that plan down and start knocking it out. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Or I'm going to do something similar. I might wait till 2020. <laughs> yeah, we we I, I don't look that look October November Ooh. December but no you know what I think now's a great time to do if you want to start thinking about your goals for 2020 now is the time to set yourself up for success so that's your time to research that's your time to do your due diligence network connect with people it's a lot of stuff you can do before you actually start to execute. But the caveat there is a lot of times we get stuck in that research phase um, Mm -hmm. and that becomes what what we do to procrastinate right before execution. And you say, I'm I'm still researching. I'm still looking at what I got to do. Perfect does not get the job done. Don't have to be perfect. Sometimes you just got to, as they say, jump off the porch and do it. Yeah. But at least knowing, having some idea of what you want to do and how you want to elevate if you're already in your side hustle or personal projects, always um, higher that you can go. So make sure you do that and share with us. We'll put 
something out on um, our social media networks about um, platforms about how you progressed with goals or at least if you wrote it down you don't have to tell us what it is if you don't want to but um, we'll try to be open yeah. and share our progress as well see if the plan is working see if you see if you're knocking it out yep we're going to close out we have one more guest for um, this season and then we'll round it out with kind of a recap and what we learned and um, learned a lot learned a lot learned a whole lot I'm um, excited to keep sharing with you all so that'll be for our first season of main hustle side hustle podcast and so we'll check back with y'all next week peace peace you've been listening to main hustle side hustle podcast join us next week for the next episode